0: Run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched
1: you wrestle with them angels. Uh, From Auburn University, Bowles Jackson.
2: The corrector in Hare Stadium time is 828 Central Daylight Time. Your digital audio device. Is tuned into the Orange and True podcast, harbored by the friendly folks at collegeofmagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. I'm Drew Croson, at Crow 2 on Twitter, at uh, Crow on Venmo. Got to get that one right. Across the internet is the rumor monger, Ryan Starrett, at Ryan S. Starrett. The S is for show notes.
1: No show notes.
2: To the other side of me, yeah, no show notes tonight. the other side of me, giving you full Fort Payne ASMR, a man who has uh, seen Smoking the Bandit probably during this quarantine, if I had to guess. A man who is really excited about the new seasons of Clone Wars. A man who probably has really hardcore feelings about whether or not going into Lightspeed is an effective means of weaponry <laughs> against the <a> Star Destroyer. <laughs> the AU Chief. Kanishawa. On today's show we're gonna talk about a couple of hypotheticals and we have a guest, my brother, brother of son of crow. It still makes him, son, him of crow, my right?
1: Other sure. son of crow. Other son of crow. Other son of crow. Original son of crow. Son
2: of crow. I'm gonna give him the headphones. I'm gonna give him the headphones real quick and you guys can ask him questions. And then I can ask him questions too. Okay. Because I can hear myself. Sure. And he can hear <laughs> <That'll> you. work. <laughs> Something like that. And we can hear you. All right, hey. so this is my brother, Luke. Luke, introduce yourself.
3: Howdy. How's it going? Good. Great, Luke. How are you? Man, I am hanging in there. Had some good plucker's wings tonight, and- Cold beer and can't get any better than that. So. Shout
2: out to Blucker's Wings, Is that a yeah, local <laughs> they want to sponsor us. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And a local Texas like wing shop, uh, beer, a I don't local know. Texas There's... wing establishment. Is it a
0: is it a Plano only establishment or is it Texas wide? <laughs> no, it's based
2: out of okay. Austin,
3: okay. Texas. Right. I think so. All
2: right, started by T sippers, as they're called here. T sippers, Texas fans.
0: Luke has a little more Texas to him into his voice than, than uh than old Son
3: of Crow there. Yeah, I, uh, I tend to uh, when I tell people I'm from uh, East Texas behind the the uh, the curtain of pine, <laughs> pine curtain. Uh, then I I usually tell people that Matthew McConaughey is our our home homegrown Longview Texas boy. So I try to I sometimes sound more like him than most. So, but yeah, no, I'm an East Texas boy and uh, made my way over to Auburn. And I always told people while I was at Auburn that I was on a leave of absence from the great state of texas so that i would always come back so he was a text pat as it's called ah, a there we go Just like right. that's right that's, right. that's <laughs> right now
0: in a way we could say that you are actually the reason we got we got jared without yeah.
3: you yeah that's true no, we got jared that's true. That's valid. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I don't like to really take uh, too much credit on the oh, fact that my younger brother and younger sister followed me to yeah. Auburn because they couldn't make up their minds to go anywhere else. So uh, I'm the one that made the decision hey, let's venture out and go to Auburn, Alabama for
2: school. So let's ask, I'm going to ask Luke a question that we ask a lot of people who come on. What is your
3: earliest Auburn sports memory?
2: When did your Auburn sports consciousness
3: awaken? So funny story. So uh, uh, took the Ames test for uh, aptitude test in senior and high school, and uh, to, to kind of figure out what I was good at, what I might be able to major in, uh, what colleges would be a good size and fit for me. And uh, we're going through the list with the, uh, and they're not a doctor, but whatever they are, the you know, counselor. counselor person <laughs> at the end or whatever, and. And uh, Auburn was on the list, and I was like, Auburn, Auburn, Auburn. And my dad said, hey, uh, that's where Charles Barkley and, and Frank Thomas went to school, in Bo Jackson. And I went, oh, well, then we can go there. Because I was a huge Charles Barkley fan yes. um, growing up because, I mean, I played basketball in high school, and my number was Me 34. Because I loved the way Charles Barkley played. I mean, smaller than most, but could was not going to be denied. And uh never, never uh, found a guy that he couldn't pick a fight with. Right. So I was like, man, that is that is a guy I want to model my game after for sure. So, yeah, no, Charles Barkley was my first Auburn consciousness, I guess. Um, what was the first game you remember going to? So I was there in 01, fall of 01. Um, so it had been – Because you didn't go to any games until you enrolled. Oh, yeah, no. Like, you can go visit for a game. No, 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 no. Not it's unless they accidentally journey, played right? someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, unless they accidentally played somebody that I was watching yeah. in a bowl game no, that right. I don't remember. Right. But yeah. No, that was only when I was enrolled. Yeah, I think. was my first game. And I can't. Fall of 01, that would have been, first game off the bat was, was that Southern Cal, at Southern Cal, or was that? Uh,
0: oh 01, yeah. Oh, uh, no. I can't oh remember. That Southern Cal, at Southern, Cal, at Southern Cal was 02, because that was my freshman year. Uh, okay. Would so have
1: that, opened with Ball State, and then Ole like Miss in week two. Ole
0: Miss was, was a was okay. a Thursday game, game as well, was it not? Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, it looks like a Saturday. Okay, never
3: mind. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, so that those were my first entries into Auburn fandom. So. But you tore a goalpost
2: down. So yeah. I did. I, I was year.
3: I was there for the Florida kick, uh, Duval and all that. So that was good stuff. So. It was, it was I her. remember
2: watching that game with our dad, and Auburn, <laughs> Auburn wins with the Duval kick. And that, that might be my first Auburn game. Now I think about it, my first Auburn game I ever watched on TV was that Florida game. And Auburn wins with the kick, and students rush the field. And I remember our dad going, I know for a fact my son is too smart to be on that field <laughs> carrying a goalpost down. And then Luke calls dad from his cell phone and is like, I'm on the field, <laughs> tear the goposts out. Like,
0: literally whatever my dad just
2: said with the first words that came out of his mouth. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Be him. smart. Be safe.
0: Kill. That's great. That's yeah. good stuff. Uh, Ryan? What's up? Got any questions?
1: Um, so, okay, so you were there during the years. Auburn basketball was actually last good uh, you got any memories from there? Because it seems like there's basically a gap from the time you would have been there until the last three years.
3: <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, so Marquise Daniels, okay. all right? So uh, so I remember uh, uh, we went two spring breaks in a row. We went to Clearwater, Florida for spring training stuff and hanging out on the beach. And that was the – I think it was the second year. So that had been oh four. well – yeah, O four uh was, it was that?
2: March of O four, I believe. Right? March of
3: 0-4 is when Wake Forest uh Auburn in Tampa mm. in the uh would that be the sweet no, that'd be the it was the round third round of thirty two, yeah. Yeah, so we played we played uh it was Michigan State, Florida the game before. We got to see that great bout. Uh, Michigan State was really good that year. And then we got to see Marquise Daniel versus uh, Josh Howard from Wake Forest. And both of them ended up being – teammates on the Mavericks. Both Dallas Maverick grades. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, that, I mean, that all oh, pull it all together from the Dallas, all the way back. It always comes back. So, fun fact, is. Marquise Daniels, because
2: of the way the rookie pay scale works in the NBA, Marquise Daniels made more money his rookie year than LeBron James, though they were rookies the same year. Yeah. Because LeBron had to sign the pay scale and, Le- and Marquise signed as an unrecord-free agent. So, in salary, he actually made more money than LeBron. <laughs> Hilarious.
0: Man. Two of the greats Man. right there.
3: Yeah. Two, One, two of the, the greats. Same sentence. Used in the same sentence.
0: LeBron and Marquise. That's right. Marquise really has a, a great career, though. So, that's, I mean.
3: Yeah, right, right, like I said, right, right out there with LeBron.
1: Yeah.
3: That's right. <laughs> right there with the LeBron.
2: I'd love no, to no. ask, speaking of LeBron, I'd love to ask Marquise who the hardest, because he was a defensive yeah. specialist in the NBA, though he wasn't known no. for his defense no, at No, Auburn. he was
0: garbage at, at Auburn on defense. Like, he just didn't yeah. play it
3: is <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: i want to know like i love hearing nba players talk about who the hardest player they ever defended was and i want to hear who marquise is because steve i listened to a podcast the other day about steve nash's hardest player he ever defended was baron davis and i was so shocked by that <laughs> it's a while.
3: because
2: you're like baron davis okay yeah but apparently he said baron davis is so thick that you'd wake up the next day with like bruises yeah. and like sore all over after defending him for a full game, but everybody I imagine if you're Nash, anyway, the topic. biggest guy
1: either. So,
3: no, yeah, I mean my memories of Auburn basketball though during my tenure there was the fact that Eves you could you could just put your feet over <laughs> the seat in front of you. There's nobody there. Yep, unfortunately, and so you're go you're going just you're going just because you like basketball yep. at that point. So, um, yeah, no, that was. It was it was slow slim pickings until uh until here recently. Because
2: so. you were there at the last couple of years of the cliff yep. bowlers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yep. And then probation.
2: And then Jeff, Jeff, Libo.
1: Jeff Libo. Lebo. Jeff <laughs> Lebo. So who's the real Texas oh, bagman man. right now? Is it uh you or Drew? <laughs> bagman.
3: So, it's probably me. I'm probably the real Texas <laughs> back man. So, uh, So has <laughs> been time for the last couple of weeks. Guys. Hey,
2: look, I moved to Texas, and all I know is that we got like seven commits from Texas since I moved that's here. That's
3: right. That's right. That's right. No, I, I get a phone call. You know, I get a phone call. <laughs> hey, I need you to go down to North Shore. Hey, I need you to go to Decatur, you know, Decatur, Texas. I need you to go to, down to Duncanville, you know, Plano East, you know, Allen, you know, just kind of show up and just kind of knock on a door and all right look at this is coach on. <laughs> i really need you to go down over there to
2: go texas and look at this tight end for me thanks for War eagle
3: anything for you gus we have
0: i mean how many guys have we gotten from texas in the last month
3: so drew was saying at dinner tonight that it was uh we've had seven uh from the state of texas in the last 10 years. And then we have seven currently on our class for 21
2: for 2021. This is a Justin Ferguson tweet that I probably butchered, but I think that that's, I think that those. I think in the
3: 21 class, you got
1: one, two. All right, Luke, what is just three right
2: now? What are the, oh wait, what is the high and low? Give me the high of your Auburn tenure in any sport and the low. What is the lowest you felt as an Auburn fan? <laughs>
3: so, the low, I'll start with the low. The low is probably a tie. And the low is probably either getting handed to us 23 nothing from Southern Cal mm. when we thought we were.
2: Touchdown Auburn, yeah. man.
3: You know, thinking, yeah, we're going to all chant it after we score. And then we didn't score then. And we didn't score the week after that either. I believe that was Georgia Tech. Tech. Yeah uh that was that's tied with the alabama game my freshman year i thought man i'm gonna take this date to uh, the game this is how we're supposed to do all this it's my first iron bowl this is supposed to be a big deals at auburn and it was like 33 to 3 i think or something 31 I, I mean i i, I I, I left before the end of the game and thought, this is ridiculous. I got a nine hour drive back to Texas for Thanksgiving. I'm getting the heck out of here. I'm going to get on the road before all the traffic.
2: Because that was, was that a Friday game? No.
3: They, no, it was Saturday. It was, it was okay. Saturday, it was Saturday yeah, before, was before Saturday Thanksgiving. before Thanksgiving. we had the
0: whole week got off it. for yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. back in those That's
3: days. That's right. Uh, right. That's right. In case you didn't know. Right yeah. They
2: still do now Because they had those Random uh, years Where they played on
0: Friday Like the Friday after they day, start, Black Friday They did Friday that game. from uh, yeah. I think it was 2012 to 2014 Or something like that it, Well no it, it may have been 2010 It was 2010 Because 2010 was a Friday game yeah. um, I just know it was While I was working In retail And of course Black Friday is the Worst possible day For them to try to Schedule a freaking Football <laughs> game <laughs> We we also yeah, yeah we also used to play it before Thanksgiving right? because Auburn got mm-hmm. a uh, whole week off between our last game and Auburn and Alabama both got a whole week off between our last game and SEC tournament
1: hmm. or
0: SEC right. championship game. So,
1: that's wild.
3: Right. Yeah yeah that's that was definitely the two lower moments. I would say the high moment. Uh, I mean obviously besides the 0-4 Sugar Bowl. Um, going undefeated, um, but uh,
2: that was during your victory lap.
3: Yeah, well, no man, <laughs> I was there. I was. I was. I was the, that was the first senior year. <laughs> right. Oh, um,
0: man of uh, of exquisite taste like myself. I mean, co-op <laughs> That's That's it. doesn't really count. Co-op that doesn't really count.
3: I, I believe I went to a a, a victory lap plus another uh, fall semester just to really make it count. So um, I'm six and zero against no, myself think- with my.
0: Bachelor's Come on. Degree that's what I'm talking English.
3: about. <laughs> <laughs> now my high point was probably uh uh oh four year uh the LSU game. Oh yeah you know, with the catch ah. the catch at the end. So yeah. That's just uh oh.
2: Could you imagine a game ending now? Was that nine to seven was the final of that game?
0: Well yeah.
3: Is that
2: right? No, nine to six?
0: No. Well the other thing with that, that that's the game that ten got to seven. That game ten to nine that game ten to post- nine for Katrina, is that the no, one? No, that, that was
3: that the next. That's the next, uh, next Ivan, okay. Ivan.
2: Ten to nine. Could you imagine an Auburn game this season ending ten to nine? People be losing yeah, their man. minds.
1: I used to love that. I used to love football, yeah. man. I used to love it. Oh, I think that's probably the only way you can win in at Athens know. is some BS ten to nine score like that. Yeah. I don't, I
0: don't remember what it's like to win in Athens, Ryan.
1: It's okay, me either.
0: Yeah. Have we won in your memory?
1: Uh, I was 10 years old.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <so. laughs> oh, my
2: God. Ryan, hush. <laughs> wah, wah, again. <laughs> Ryan's barely a drinking age at this point, <laughs> I feel like. There are whiskeys older than him you could buy at the
1: store. <laughs> oh, well Do we want man. to talk about wide receivers a little bit since we did that on the site this week? Because there's a, the same drought that we have in Baton Rouge of lo- losing since 1999. Uh, that's also the last time we had a 1,000-yard receiver. So maybe those things no are way. going hand in hand. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> Do we have a quarterback that can get him the ball?
1: <laughs> hey. Whoa. You know, another question? Oh,
3: hey now.
2: Maybe. Luke, we'll ask you the question from the website. Yeah. Is Auburn going to have a 1,000-yard receiver this year?
3: So I saw that everybody's very confident that Bo Nix is going to throw for 3,000 yeah, yards. Yeah, is, is Bo plus. Nix going to throw for 3,000 so yards? if everybody's very confident that he's going to do that, then I would say I would for sure hope so uh, that one of them stepping up to be a 1,000-yard receiver. But I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with the under. All right. And now who is Auburn going to have a 1,000-yard rusher, and who would it even be? I would say yes, because in Gus's tenure, that has been kind of a staple. It's a thousand yard rusher. Not Until last, last year, year. Not or last year before. Until you last know, year, Sorry. both years with
1: movie. Was it two years yeah. in a row? Well, you had a two star running back. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I would I would hope so. But that he's kind of gotten into this running back com- by committee, which means it's really not happening. Um, and he and here recently, I feel like there's been a lot of. Uh, Running backs that kind of get in the doghouse early, either by fumble rooskies or by uh, by off-field extracurricular activities. So, um, so I feel like if you can find a guy that's going to be clean all year and is going to, you know, he kind of sticks with them if they're you yeah know, they start it. So, if he finds a guy. It's like yeah, guy that's the guy. And is DJ Williams going to be that guy, or is Tank Tank going to be that guy? I uh,
2: or Sean Shivers is going to be that guy. Sean Shivers is not. 300 carry
1: Sean Shivers. I really hope he is. And that's not going to happen. I hope he's
2: the next Work Dunn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So. Ryan, Work Dunn hey, was you know a running to back for Florida State. Played for the Falcons. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Played for right. the Falcons. So he's part of your consciousness. I have no like, idea you know. what his
1: college career looks like. He,
2: the fact that you don't think of him as a buccaneer yeah, first yeah. is also telling.
0: Wark Dunn is, is a uh, great guy, though. Uh, by all yeah. all accounts, oh, fabulous. oh, yeah, all his
3: all his yeah, he does a lot for, him, of, for sure. Every
2: it's... year they would show another video of him building houses. It led me to believe that Warwick Dunn is responsible for basically half of the house in <laughs> Florida, and the other half are Jimmy. <laughs> like Hunter, he built so half of Florida, just all just one guy. Guy. Uh, He he's, is the Florida Department of Housing Authority. He's the DHA <laughs> for the entire state of Florida. So, okay, Luke, last thing before we let you go. Sure. Yeah, you got to put a kid to sleep. Amen. What do you think uh, – <laughs> how many wins is Gus safe? That's the that's – the, no, I, you know what? I'm going to ask you the hypothetical from, from the other day. Okay. This is the hypothetical we're going to ask everybody else on this show, so you're the first one to ask it. Okay. You've got um, three seconds left. Auburn basketball down by one. Oh,
3: I was about to say Nick Marshall. <laughs> it idea. might
2: still be okay, the answer. Go, go Our is Go ahead. It could it be might, an answer. It could, it could be an answer. I don't know. Our okay. basketballs down by one. You've got one player from the Bruce Pearl era is allowed to throw the ball in, so you get you, to inbound the ball. Okay. This is a baseline out of bounds play. Okay. Okay, under your own basket. Okay. And another player from the Bruce Pearl era has to catch and shoot the ball because three seconds left. You really don't have time for a pass and a shot. Who do you choose to inbound the ball, and who do you choose to pass the ball?
3: So I've got Jared Harper. will probably take my shot because he can at least create. If it's got to be a two or three, you just need a bucket. Just won. need a bucket. Plus, he might get fouled, and he's clutch at the free throw line. The charity. I didn't driving. even think about that. Um. So that's that would be my 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 shooter as far as an inbound passer. We talked about this the other day, and I we thought did. I almost wanted to go with height for the inbound to guarantee that it gets in, but he's not a very good passer. You're
1: talking about Austin Wiley. But
3: I would go with Austin Wiley just yeah. because of height and getting it over whoever's guarding. Interesting the
1: angle at. of attack going from yeah, Austin down Bruce likes down to, to do Jared.
3: that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, you know, hey, geometry aside, so it still could work. Yeah.
2: That would Tallest be- guy, thrown it to your shortest guy.
3: You know, Drew, Drew said, Drew, uh, Son of Crow said that uh, uh, Isaac Okoro for the inbounds. I think that's a good one, too. He's a high-quality well, high passer, I, got, high IQ, right? Yeah, Basketball IQ your free throw
2: that. thing, I hadn't thought about it. has got me thinking Austin Wiley for the catcher. That's true. Because the dude shot,
3: for no, a career, a free throw for every bucket. Like, I know. he literally, I know, but he's not going to win you the game, though. hands... <laughs> <laughs> no, and his hands, he dropped more passes. I felt like he yeah. more balls down there. No, man, this is – you guys are yeah. – you're preaching to Chiefs. Yeah. Years. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, not
2: – I'm part of the Austin Wiley He actually has good hands. We just No just, way, dude. We notice it more because of how big he is. No, no
3: way. He's got big shoulders. He doesn't have big – I mean, he He, he is gigantic.
2: Ball. He's a big guy.
3: His hands, very big guy
2: man. So you notice it when he drops the pass. Breaks. You don't notice it when – Bryce he just, Brown, Bryce Brown does. He just he – 'Cause he's thirty feet from the He last. just needed
0: oh. uh, some like pine tar on his hands That's what he needed. <laughs> serious
2: stick, him he on? He stick, stick on. Him. There we go. baseball helmet <laughs> Or If he just pole. wore gloves. Yeah, <laughs>
1: right. yeah. yeah. If he just wore the gloves, would that be yeah. obvious?
2: It'd be really funny if you wore one glove.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like
2: Nick Marshall style. Hey,
1: but that <laughs> would help. Speaking of, <laughs>
0: Nick
1: Marshall or uh Jason Campbell? That's the real question. Nick Mar
3: Nick Marshall or yeah. Jason Campbell? In, what, in whatever, what however you want to answer that. Oh, this is the –
2: Ryan Ryan believes that, that Nick Marshall is the second best oh, – the no. best quarterback to never win a there Heisman at Auburn is Nick
3: Marshall. Best quarterback to never at win all, a
1: Heisman? Not in
2: general. And I can – Chief and I are both saying Jason Campbell Jason
3: is the best Jeff. quarterback to never win a Heisman in Auburn. So Jason Campbell's season in the 04 was probably one of the best – individual seasons we've had at quarterback at quarterback uh man i don't know nick marshall was the best play option uh pass option uh uh quarterback i think i've ever seen i i I think i'm gonna go with jason campbell i'm biased on it because i was there but i think jason campbell is your best quarterback to never win a high one of those
2: guys played quarterback in the nfl for like 30 years.
3: 10 years. He literally was a 10 year NFL veteran. Other
2: guys, the defensive back for the Edmonton Eskimos. Nothing against the Eskimos. I don't know. That but that's right. <laughs> is that? No, it is right. Edmonton Eskimos. They're really called the Eskimos. I know. It's offensive. I, I don't know inter- how. Uh, no one sketch-wise. brings it up because it's in Canada, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
0: It should be the Inuits. <laughs> well, they'd have to move towns because it wouldn't be alliterative.
2: First Peoples, like the Edmonton First Peoples. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Would be that Native, Native the true politically correct, because now even Native American isn't correct, because it's, I'm Native American. Sure. Oh, it's first, and that I'm First, first Peoples. Yeah, First Peoples. Indigenous. Uh, yes. It's actually a better term, because it is what it is, as opposed to Native American.
3: Yeah, Jason Campbell's my answer, <laughs> sir. Yeah, I'll stick with. That. I wanted your
1: input since right. you uh, you weren't just hey. there for the 2004. You got the whole Jason Campbell experience.
3: Sure. Yeah. No. Hey, and it was funny. Drew asked me the other day. He said, "Hey, you know, would you, in the Gus Malzahn area, besides Cam Newton, who mm-hmm. would you take as your?" You know, you've you got one last drive. This is drive. the other hypothetical question. Yeah, what's the one last drive? Who's going to be your quarterback? Ball on the five. Your ball's on your own five. He didn't like the fact that I said Chris Todd. But, uh, <laughs> hey, dude. Todd, could, dude, Todd that guy. great. The fact that Gus Malzahn got that guy.
2: Add me bro- on LinkedIn, Chris. Respond to my friend request.
3: <laughs> Just come with uh,
0: – walk up to the stadium with me and Jeremy next time, Crow. Uh, we, we stop off and talk to old Chris Todd every now and then come on man Chris
2: Todd what's up alright let's pause for a quick break and then we'll come back with some more of this same nonsense thanks
3: guys hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting
0: to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline
2: line. All right, and we're back at 25 minutes and 14 seconds left in the pod. Or not left. left. <laughs> you
0: only got to deal 25 with 25 minutes of, of
2: 25. <laughs> 25 minutes and 14 seconds expired in the pod. We've gone for that long, not left.
1: It's a soccer clock. Special That's thanks to Luke.
2: Clock. Yeah, it's soccer clock. Exactly. Well, not a college soccer clock. to much to my chagrin. Um, so Luke hit on a couple of the questions I wanted to post to you, gentlemen. Right. First one is balls at your own five. And this was not my original question. I don't know whose idea it was on Twitter. So my apology at me, and I'll give you credit. I promise, I'm not a jerk. Well, but someone asked. You've got to lead a Brian. Sc- <laughs> You've got to lead a scoring drive in the fourth quarter. Balls on the five. You got one quarterback. You can choose really any like offense. It could be, um, you know, whatever receivers. The, put, put it this way: the best offensive line, the best running back, the best receivers in the Gus Malzon era are all together on your team. Who's your quarterback to lead this game-winning drive?
1: How much time do I have? You got... I mean, is this a two-minute drill? Two-minute drill.
2: Two-minute drill. Uh, but Luke says Chris Todd, but I, I meant Gus Malzahn, co- head coaching era, not OC
1: era. Oh, so it's well, since I mean, Cam mean, is there Newton. Is any basically. other option besides Nick Marshall? I
2: mean, who are you really taking? Oh, the, the guy who's the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots, Ryan? Maybe he's
1: an option? It's not guaranteed yet.
0: <laughs> also... He hasn't start, you know. He hasn't really played a game in the yeah. NFL, so let's not get too carried away with that either. He also beat number one Alabama and number one
1: Georgia. It's true. Nick Marshall threw I, for four hundred and sixty yards against Bama. Good <laughs> God! Like losing, if I can have losing effort, have Nick oh. throw into Duke Williams, just I don't. You don't have to have anybody else in the field. But what if you could have Jarrett behind Nick's offensive line
2: throwing to Duke Williams?
1: That was a road rated offensive line though. I I don't I don't know they were the best pass blocking offensive line. They were probably better than what he had. Fair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's not 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 a not a very bold statement there. (laughs) Like look at look at the fifteen team that Jeremy Johnson was the quarterback up. You take Jeremy Johnson out and put Jarrett Stidham in. Team may be conference champs. Yeah.
1: yeah, they went. That team was awesome, they went, they Ryan. Was it? it? was that? Roster was good, but I mean, he wasn't. you didn't have much at receiver. He didn't have much at running back.
2: 2015? 2015? Yeah, it's Sammy Coates and Duke Williams at receiver.
1: No, Duke got kicked off the team two weeks in, and Sammy. Oh well, was, sure. His last year was twenty fourteen, I think. Wasn't it? I thought
2: 2015 was supposed to be the year because it, you had Duke and Sammy. I'm almost positive this is the case. We're, this is an Auburn podcast, and we don't really know this very contentious piece <laughs> of Auburn history. But I'm picking Jarrett Stidham. How are you? Now. If, wait, time out. If I get the best at every other position. Now, if I get... If I don't get the best, if I have to have a quarterback that can make plays, then I, yeah, I'll take Nick Marshall. Hmm. But you give me an offensive line that can give Jarrett Stidham a couple of seconds, he doesn't throw in completions, and he doesn't throw in interceptions.
1: The leading receiver on the 2015 team was Ricardo Lewis. The second leading receiver was Melvin Ray. Wow, <laughs>
0: jeez,
1: things went dark. He only had two hundred and eighty yards. That was the second leading receiver. Elvin Ray Wow, look, do I get to pick Tucker Tuville to play quarterback? Well, I like <laughs> look don't and also don't discount Ricardo
2: Lewis on that team. Ricardo Lewis played for the Colts forever. He's still in the league,
1: is he i I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think he's still in the league. Are you thinking of Quanberry? I think he played for the Colts for a while. Quanberry, he did play for the Colts. For a he couple did. Of years. Uh, Ricardo, Ricardo Lewis played all, all sixteen games in twenty sixteen and seventeen for the Cleveland Browns. Combined, totaled for five. He plays for
2: the games. Dolphins. He is currently on the Miami Dolphins. Well, he Number didn't 80. play
1: for the Dolphins last year. He was just on the
2: practice squad. He received a paycheck from
0: the Miami Dolphins <laughs> last season. Hey, making the practice squad you can't be a, a you know complete awful player and do that, right? You got to be pretty good to make it that far. The problem was he missed the entire
2: eighteen season with a neck injury.
0: Mm. Hmm.
2: So they cut him. The Browns cut him after his neck injury because they're a bunch of jerks. And he signed with the Dolphins. And so he was on injured reserve in 19. So Ryan's out here acting like dude can't play. <laughs> he was on the squad the whole year. He just couldn't <laughs> play because he hurt his neck. He re-signed him in, on February 4th. They re-signed him to another one-year deal. So even with a broke neck, he's still getting checks. That's pretty good. So don't sleep on
1: Ricardo Lewis. I will not... Abide any Ricardo Lewis tw- Slander in this podcast. Fourth best receiver Gus's tenure. Fourth He's the one
2: only one still in the league.
1: again, I think Duke is in the league. And uh Darius Slayton's in the league. That's true.
2: Duke is in the league. <laughs> we got
1: yeah,
0: Duke just they, drop, Sammy dropped Coates. into the league from a helicopter and just started catching touchdowns, right? Like he just Well like, <laughs> so he went to Canada for a couple years. <laughs> all right. And, uh, that's all right. true. He
2: just wasn't in the league for a while. All of a sudden, his first game catch touchdown pass. So it's almost like he's a pretty good player. That uh... Sammy Coates, out of the league, mm. Ricardo Lewis, still getting them checks. But all of these guys
1: are. I think it's safe to say not as good as Seth Williams. Yeah, look, I agree with you, Ryan. I'm. This is. Yeah. You're talking to the biggest, the chief of the
2: Seth Williams fan club. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have to go on our Slack every day and defend Seth Williams' honor.
1: So there's yeah. a really good shot that he becomes the all-around second-best receiver to ever play for Auburn this year, statistically at least. He uh, is the he is the Jarrett Stidham
2: of wide receivers at Auburn, no. where dude dude is so good, and yet Auburn fans just don't
1: even they sleep on him. I don't like that's expected. People don't think he's any good. Yeah, I've never. I haven't seen. I haven't encountered that. I think he went to Texas and just maybe he doesn't uh, have much awareness out there.
2: (laughs) I have heard people say things like he takes plays too many plays off, he doesn't run good routes, he should be a lot better than he is. I've heard all this other nonsense.
1: He he single handedly won us at least two games over the last two years: the A and M game in 2018 and the Oregon game and last season. He's. Last season's
2: Oregon game, Ryan, that pass that Bo Nix made, everybody's like, "Oh, the Bo Nix pass." That was not a great pass. That was one of the worst passes, and it was saved
0: by an incredible play. Oh, he just Williams. he just so threw it up there and trusted Seth to get it. It's not that it was a
2: yeah.
1: Credit where credits due. Let a receiver make a play.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's not like he's out. That's
2: what I say when I'm like, let me underthrow this ball real quick. <laughs>
0: It's not it's not like he's uh uh out there point shaving like uh now another wait a minute, former
1: <laughs> one of the Auburn receivers in the league right now.
0: Yes. Who also just gets a touchdown passes. That rhymes with Sarius Delayton.
2: Who I think just scored on Purdue again.
0: Man, alive. Man, <laughs> Remember when there were a lot of folks really excited about that? purdue game like it meant something
1: but it was still fun
0: i mean remember that exact fine. same thing but then minnesota that
2: next yeah, right, right
1: right
0: bowl games are stupid guys yeah they don't mean anything and no one
2: cares I think don't play
1: the big 10 that's the lesson
0: i think we've been on this well i mean one big 10 turned out great the other one didn't.
2: one of them
1: yeah but like wisconsin never works out
2: yeah we've, the issue is you don't ever know going into the game which of these two teams cares?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, which but, of these two teams is taking this
0: extremely seriously and
2: which one is not?
0: Right. And when there's a when there's a big power imbalance between the two teams, like if it's a team that's used to making big bowl games like Auburn and a team that's not, then one team's going to be really fired up and the other team's just going to be like, oh.
1: Call it UCF, if you will. Yeah. But again, all that went out the window when we played Purdue in Nashville.
0: Yeah,
2: there were some people that were t- Cause that was, taking a lot of. Yeah, that was the opposite, yeah, because it was like Purdue should have been fired up about that game and Auburn shouldn't have been fired up at all. Well, but instead, it was like, let's just murk this team.
0: I think the difference there is Purdue was terrible.
2: <laughs> no, what I've been told by sources inside the facility is that the difference there was Auburn really didn't care about this Purdue game until they showed up in Nashville and Purdue was talking noise. Oh. At all the pre-bowl events, that seems and that's when it pretty dumb, yeah.
0: Especially when you like, Purdue was really bad. Talking like noise. The Purdue team.
2: <laughs> and then, so then Auburn like apparently had like position groups have hotel room film sessions. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, look, let's go, let's go back to the lab, and let's really check what this Purdue team's got out because they're talking a lot of noise. We got to make sure we win this game. And then apparently, the rumor is after the first series of purdue on offense the defense auburn's defense basically said they've got nothing for us and that was it first the, the game
0: interesting
2: that basically the auburn defense was like this is a joke We should not <laughs> even be doing this
0: someone's well, gonna get hurt. I, the, also the difference there with that minnesota is minnesota was had a great game plan and it just so happened to be one that Kevin Steele has had trouble uh, Kevin Steele defenses have had trouble with In the past uh, And right. they had a great formula for executing that So uh, I mean that's just what happened there
2: Alright so let me ask you guys The same question that Luke answered Okay, the, one, the three seconds left question Three seconds left so it's not just a catch and shoot A guy has time To catch you got a couple dribbles And then a pull up Inbounding the ball into your own basket Who's inbound the ball for you in the Bruce Pearl era, and who is taking your shot? Uh,
0: I think you're right with Okiki throwing yeah, the ball
1: in. That was that was my answer. Was Chuma? Uh, um, you, you
0: know, say throwing, uh, the like, no, no, throwing the ball in or no, no. Sorry, I have Okoro, I Okoro throwing Okoro. the ball in. Um, I, shooting the ball. I think I'm gonna go Bryce Brown. You just uh, need two points, right? Which is why I also agreed with. With Jared, um,
1: I remember. Wow, See, I, I don't like this. inbound with ahead, Jared, and are on your own side of the court. Uh, just because you're leaving a lot of room for an errant pass, or even a pass across mid court, where Jared's going to have to turn around, get back up, and shoot. Um, well, I trust Jared to get you, up the court yeah,
0: more than I do anybody else, though.
1: Right. I mean, I. The play that we saw at the end of the Georgia game, two well, that years was, ago, that was, was a, I think on, the perfect
0: play. Where's the inbound? That's the question. If it's under un, under, 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 your, under your own basket, then that
1: yeah. that's a, under that's your a own great basket. Play. So I, I want Chuma getting the ball because he can take the three if it's open. But if they give him a lane, he's taking it to the basket. The I, the idea of if it, if I can get the ball to Austin Wiley you can get a clean look, sure. There, it, yeah. if, I it, Okoro, I if I can, I can an get, get the ball there. Throw oop. Yeah. If I have Okoro and I can get the ball. No. Don't an oop. Anfredy hit way more of those than Austin did.
2: I would like to see Austin Wiley's two-point percentage versus Anthony's two-point percentage because I bet they aren't even close.
0: I'm forgetting somebody because uh, – Actually, I, okay. I, if so I, I get the ball to Austin while he because I I answered this different the other day. I, I'm forgetting who else I, I said because they Ryan.
2: If I remember correctly, Austin was, at one point was the true shooting percentage leader,
0: or sorry, because effective it, field
2: goal percentage leader.
0: I'm not trusting him. And in it's just it. because of twos. I'm not I'm not trusting him to catch a noob.
2: Not a noob. You have three seconds. You don't
0: need a noob. All
2: you got to do is give him the ball on the block, and he yeah, gets fouled. I'm I'm not trusting All him. Right catch
1: the ball Crow, inside, uh, be honest with you. Austin Wiley last season 57.8% from 2, Anthony McElmore, 62.3. There we go. Oh. Anthony was money. He <laughs> I don't know how he had any kind of respectable effective uh effective, what field is goal his effective field, three point shooting, yeah. but that 62%
2: what's the, helps. What's the effective field goal percentage for
1: Austin? Uh, the same as his <laughs> two points, isn't it?
2: Yeah, he did, he took oh. one three, I think. No, no true shooting takes into account threes.
1: Okay. No, they both take into account threes. True shooting takes into account free throws. The threes
2: are worth more than two. Yeah.
1: So, effective field goal percentage for Austin fifty seven percent, and for me fifty one percent, because of all the threes that he took,
2: and because of free throws. No, sorry, no, yeah. I still I'd give the ball to Austin on at the block. I'd rather have b- the ball in a seven footer's hand two feet away with three seconds left a guy who what was his free throw rate free throw oh, rate
3: I remember 100 percent one, pretty much.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Samir I think I'd give the ball to Samir the Duke Samir's a good the Duke Samir's a good choice he can get to the bucket yeah. and he can he can make shots go in somehow. And Luke was right too. Jared gets fouled a lot. Yeah. Jared was. If I
2: was not an Auburn fan, I would have hated Jared Harper. If you're if you're well,
1: inbounding I've, under your under the other team's basket, I'm obviously getting it to Jared. Not, I don't think there's any question there.
2: Oh, I have to go the full ninety. Yeah, ninety-three feet. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because um, he's just going to. In that in case, three. if I've got ninety-four feet to go, I'm having Austin inbound it to Jared. Yeah.
1: Does it matter who's in? Oh. I guess they're getting putting the pressure on you. Now, here's the thing about Austin is I don't, you
0: don't, we don't really have a lot of uh, tape on him passing the ball, like the guy. No, but he he did actually. Scoring or, yeah, m- missing a shot. Like he's not he's not really passing. He didn't pass out of the block a lot. I think we lost Crow. No, I'm still
1: you know, here. We might have, but yeah, you're right. He didn't pass out much. Uh, I remember what? from last year it was. Guys, they think I'm almost gone a again. perfect split between him shooting or getting fouled. But he's going to take Austin Wiley. Notice none of us I have will
0: not Angello, allow this happen. He's been the main inbounder for like three years.
1: <laughs> well, I will not allow man. them to slander <laughs> Austin
0: Wiley's good name on this podcast. Uh, but you know, whatever. I, I I do I do think I might go Samir uh, if you've just got to get a shot. Um, because he can also knock yeah. down the three, but he also has just got a knack for creating a shot and especially driving to the bucket
1: yeah, as, yeah there he is
0: I've been back I've
2: never was gone mm, interesting. <laughs> I think that they can see the whole time listeners and they just randomly choose to pretend that like I can't hear me. We could
0: see your picture, but that was uh it was frozen in time,
1: oh. Well, I'll tell you who had a great two-point percentage last year was Jalen Williams 79 percent. see, I think I think this coming
0: season you might see that Guys, I, as the option. I, I'm just fully bought into the fact that I think Bruce was hiding Jalen Williams so that he would not go, go, go pro. really. honestly I, 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 <laughs> that was that was my idea, wasn't it,
2: on this podcast <laughs> Yeah maybe, I, I, maybe I he mean
0: him on purpose I, I really think that that's what he was doing.
2: Man, what a what an amazing spy versus spy move by Bruce Pearl. Because I
0: I think he he re- recognized Jalen's personality. Personality is not uh, was a guy that could handle it. That wasn't gonna like freak out and just leave if he didn't get to play. And, uh, it, and we he also kind of
1: helped save the season, didn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and we we had the situation with Jell where he knew he couldn't take minutes away from Dan Jell, Dan
2: yeah, because Daniel had gone through so much. Yeah. He he had earned those minutes, sure.
0: Regardless of his performance on the floor,
2: and I know like some coaches say, no, the only thing that earns minutes is performance on the floor. But at some point, well, the, you owe a, you owe well, a guy.
0: Sure, and, and I think Daniel's previous performances had earned that sure. spot. Um, Peak Dangiel is really yeah. good, and, and I mean by the time we saw Jalen start getting minutes dan had sort of earned less time on the floor so
1: uh right and that coincided with all uh, isaac getting hurt too
0: yes and and but uh i that if i if there's one person i'm excited about seeing this next year it's Jalen williams for yeah. sure um I, I like the way he handles this business he's he is very um it's weird. It's sort of lack of personality on the floor. He's old school with the, the short yeah.
1: shorts and the
0: yeah. Well, he's he's very early Malik uh, because I don't know if you remember Malik's early days on the team. Malik was sort of the same way, just shirt tucked in, just perfectly shorts. It was weird. I'm not a guy that I'm not like in love with the like straight lace you know, look but it's just weird seeing that in juxtaposition to the things that uh, Malik could cause Malik had no tattoos at the time or visible ones. And that in ju- juxtaposition to what he could do on the floor it, uh, and what he would do on the floor, he was willing to just try to dunk on anybody, which was amazing. And Jalen's the same way. He threw the ball to himself off the glass this year. <laughs> I mean, uh,
1: yeah, if that one. doesn't work, that's uh, going to get you back on the bench real quick, but it worked. But,
0: but so, J- Jalen to me seems somewhat like uh Chuma. He, he's a, seems a li- maybe a little more outgoing than Chuma, but it, in, in that he's, he's still just a kid and yeah. uh, a very, very talented kid.
1: I think next year he and Devin Cambridge are going to be the perfect yin yang for each other.
0: <laughs> sure. I can see it. Yeah. Um, all right, let me ask you this question.
2: <laughs> if you could take any player from the Bruce Pearl era pre-Final Four team mm-hmm. and put them on the next year's team, who
1: would
0: it be? Jared
1: Harper. KT Harrell.
0: No, not Jared Harrell.
1: KT Harrell, no, no questions asked.
0: Well, he is on the team, right? He's, a, he's well, a valued on the, on the core of the team. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: I mean, this is a Nick Chubb podcast. It, I yeah, thought.
1: not Nick Chubb, <laughs> Rob. Chubb. Sorry, not Nick, Chubb. Nick Chubb. <laughs> yeah. I so, say Nick so,
2: Chubb, Georgia running back.
0: Well, our, well, he he never played for Bruce though, so right. Uh,
2: uh, what about one of the TJs? Yeah,
1: doesn't do much for me. KTRL uh, was a elite three point shooter.
0: You know what? I might take Dunnins. TJ uh, Dunnins. You, you guys are crazy. You not a Donnans fan?
2: Send me on <laughs> oh, Bowers.
0: <Jesus. laughs> actually, the real answer is Tyler Harris. To be honest with
2: you, yeah, right? <laughs>
0: That's the senior leadership. <laughs> he could
2: play. He could play. He he
0: he was. He's not gonna. He's gonna be your like seventh man, eighth man off the bench. But he's
2: actually on this on that roster for next year, unless we sign some three that I don't know about.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a nice little piece Yeah, but Tyler I, Harris. But the starting, the, the starting leadership great. of Tyler Harris, I think, is is what would be great, just having that, yeah. that guy. I mean, KT mm-hmm. uh, also fulfills that position. I just Tyler Harris is just like the consummate like uh,
1: see, to player. Me, I would either probably go KT or Antoine Mason. Uh, he was only there for a year. I like Antoine he, Mason. That would be, like, the grad transfer Auburn needs this year. Uh,
2: you guys don't don't aren't picturing the Simeon Bowers point guard, <laughs> Sharif Cooper shooting guard lineup that I'm thinking God. of. Imagine Sharif <laughs> off ball with that beautiful man, Simeon Bowers
0: taking the ball off the court. Hey, it, don't count out Jordan Granger either. I
2: like
1: look, Jordan look, Granger. If we're getting any fights, then yes, I'll take Jordan. Because but... yeah, like,
0: I, I think this team might need a little meme to him. Because I, I don't see a mean guy. I, I don't know a lot about it, these new guys, but they're all freshmen. So. Uh, I mean, Devin
1: got in a little bit of trouble. Oh. On the court uh, trouble.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Devin Cambridge committed one of the most atrocious, oh, Jesus. <laughs> violent acts I've seen. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, now, you imagine Simeon Bowers, <laughs> Devin Cambridge, and Stretch.
0: That's that's a three, four, five. Nobody's going in the <laughs> lane on against those guys. Wait, wait, is is Sim playing the five in this in this Sim, scenario? He's playing the oh, four
2: okay. and stretch is playing the five. Okay.
0: Sim plays wherever
2: you want him, man. <laughs>
0: Dude you know, can literally from play all five Perspective, positions. I think Sim might might actually be the, the, the choice here. Oh, what a guy. He's the most underrated Auburn player in history.
1: Simultaneously in overrated as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, no votes for uh, Kareem Canty. Nope.
2: I like Kareem Canty, man, uh, but uh, okay.
0: Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, Tyler Harris.
1: Pat Kahn, Pat maybe? I mean... No, Ryan?
0: If we if we need to throw a guy in at the end of an Alabama game to rip their highly rated point guard, sure. Uh...
2: Guys, did you know that there exists? So, one of my favorite things to do is look up highlight tapes on YouTube of players. Mm-hmm. And uh, my favorite thing is when those those videos are named crazy things. There exists in the world a YouTube video called The Send Me On Bowers Auburn Tigers Movie. Oh, uh, man.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Uh,
2: it is 11 minutes and 53 seconds long. And I think we should all watch it before next week's game, <laughs> next week's podcast, only to next remind ourselves how great how great he was. Oh, he go behind the back. Yeah, I'm watching this right now as a matter of fact. Was that
1: behind the back on the coast to coast? Yes. I remember that one. Here's... It, it,
2: <laughs> he could it's, play. I, I, I will go to my grave with Simeon Bowers in a in a Bruce Pearl offense with better players with you know Jared Chuma Okiki and my guy Bryce Brown, mm-hmm. that's a I mean that is
0: unbelievable what he could accomplish. What uh, what Tony Barbie era player would you have on next year's team?
1: Does KT Harrell still count?
0: No, we uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll disqualify the people but Taj, already mentioned. Taj Sam a healthy Taj, yeah yeah. Why not? But I don't think what that's about, a What uh, about Frankie of,
1: Sullivan as a senior point guard backup? Uh, I like I, Frankie I mean, I'm the big, I'm
0: the biggest, world's biggest Frankie Sullivan hater. I can't say. No. I that's chief. chief. I can't. Uh, I, I went and
2: saw Frankie Sullivan play in the state championship game his senior year of high school because I had heard, here's the kid coming to Auburn. He had scored like 60 or something crazy in a game. I was like, I gotta go see this kid play. And I remember leaving going, Oh my god, Auburn's gonna go to the final four. But that was my first thought after leaving that game was we've got an
0: absolute machine. The obvious answer is Kenny Gabriel. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> the 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 best player. Uh I mean if you want to disqualify qualify the, the heads and shoulders best player in Kenny Gabriel, uh I I mean, I guess you guys are going with Frankie. Uh, no,
1: I, I'm probably going with Chris Denson, honestly. Yeah, I I'm was either gonna say gonna, Chris uh, Denson
0: that I'm either gonna go with Kenny Gabriel or Taj, or Simeon Bowers. I'm not as concerned with our point guard as I am other areas of of play, though. It's, Gosh, uh, Simeon Bowers just
2: owned Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man! This is a great podcast where one guy just watches a Simeon Bowers <laughs> YouTube highlight video for three.
0: You should just record a reaction pod to the Simeon, Simeon Bowers Auburn, the movie.
2: Simeon, the Simeon Bowers Auburn Tiger movie has 17,025 views. Really? Make it 26.
0: That is, that's a lot of views.
2: I believe it was put on by, it was uploaded by a Spanish basketball <laughs> Like, pro basketball agency. Trying to get guys to be signed in like Latin American leagues. And I had to guess, hmm.
1: could Sonny Smith have won more games Sin ever... than Tony Barbie at Auburn? Uh, like, sorry. if Sonny Smith coached the, that four years that Tony Barbie was here, would he have won more games?
2: That's a great question, Ryan. On our hypothetical podcast, um, um, he for sure would have had more fan support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh low bar there. I I don't know. I don't know what uh a 80 nearly 80-year-old 80 Sonny Smith's recruiting game would be like. Uh He's not these days.
1: now, is he? Uh he's in his 80s?
0: early 80s?
1: He is 83 now. Yeah. So was, okay.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't know. i don't know. hitting the hitting the pavement recruiting. I don't know if that would have worked out too well for him at that point. Um, it may not have worked out any worse than it did for uh, old Barbie, but. Uh,
1: I was about to say, he it doesn't have too much room to, to go down, so. Yeah. Guys, did you know that one of
2: my favorite things? If, if anybody who knows Simeon Bowers listening to this, please reach out to him and have him come on this. Oh, my God. But, that'd be fun. Because I would love to ask him about. The he played in the year that Auburn had those alternate uniforms that had the tiger print on the shorts.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Do you remember mm-hmm. those? And I would love to know more about this because they only I liked them and they only lasted like a year. Yeah. And I want to ask him questions about Serbia because we've both been to Belgrade. I had a lot of questions for Simeon. Bowers. What was it like for Simeon Powers in Belgrade, Serbia? Have you ever
0: have you ever been to Racine, Wisconsin?
2: No, that's where he's yeah, from, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I
0: feel like there's another f- famous basketball player from Racine, Wisconsin, but I I couldn't tell you who. What is it like for a six seven, two hundred and fifty pound American in Belgrade, Serbia? Not just an American in Serbia, too. He's a uh, a black man in Serbia, which right. must have been quite the uh, quite
2: the adventure. And then you played in this basketball tournament thing that I didn't know really
0: existed until all of a sudden I'm supposed to care about it so much. Uh, I, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think we're I think we're on the same page on that. I don't, I don't understand where this thing Look,
1: came from. It's a understand. bunch of Auburn guys playing essentially a pickup Look, basketball. I'll probably watch it.
0: I don't like it popping up and people acting like it's... Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I mean,
2: I'll probably watch it. Don't get me wrong.
0: i watch we're, our boys.
2: Three weeks away. So the first game's 4th of July. But I don't want to buy... I'm not going to buy a t-shirt.
0: Well, did you guys notice there's a bunch of other guy, players on the team that never got their own little special announcements? Because
2: they
1: weren't Auburn
0: fans. Like... Well, there's a, the one guy, the, the McGee guy, got his own special announcement. But then there's the like all
1: time six... three-point made leader in college basketball.
0: Yeah. Speaking of t-shirts,
2: how much would you have to like a news network oh. to buy and wear a t-shirt of said network? I
0: did see someone point out that if you're going fishing, you usually just pick the shirt off the bottom of the pile.
2: What? But chief, unless maybe like they sent it to right, him.
0: That's that which could be possible.
2: But him, like Mike Gundy, most likely owns seven gazillion Oklahoma State T-shirts. Yeah, you would think a 2009 Oklahoma State offensive lineman hey, maybe, weightlifting party maybe T-shirt don't get the fish bottom.
0: guts on it. I don't know. That said, Mike but, Gundy seems like maybe he could be a bit of a kook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might be the worst. See, uh, it seems like, uh,
2: but think about like I don't love any television yeah, station yeah, enough. Yeah, well, <laughs> much while. less a news organization. Nah. Cannot
1: wait to bust out this Food Network <laughs> T-shirt. It's Diners, Diners, and Dives night now, tonight, now, guys. If, if I got something. a USA T-shirt, circa like two thousand six, I probably would have worn it. Oh, for, just for the wings alone. <laughs> Was Wings on in no 06, Ryan? Uh, I'm thinking of Bird Notice. That's what I was watching on USA. But...
2: Oh, man. Wings, Ryan, was an incredible Wings was... sitcom. Oh, Wings. what a... Came
0: on USA. It, you should you should find it. It's probably on Netflix or something now. Uh, as was Jag,
2: which oh, was JAG. one of the first episodes that made me feel real things as a man about a woman.
0: <laughs> was me a 14-year-old boy <laughs> watching Jag. Jag. Ugh. Yeah, but Wings is just an excellent sitcom, right? Burn Notice, you're a big Burn Notice guy.
1: Uh, I was a decade or fifteen years ago. I, i
0: never watched one Burn Notice. No one has watched less Burn Notice than me. Um, it is super cheesy. Oh yeah, but 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 good. It's got Bruce Campbell in it. That's why I watched it. Unlike me Chad. and my buddy Ronaldo, were both into it. That's one of uh, we talk used to talk about it a lot. Catherine Bell.
2: Catherine Bell.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, Janet. yeah.
2: She was the one that made me realize
0: what well, it meant. Boy, to be a Caliente. Male. As the yeah. um, te- Texans say. I don't know if you guys say that.
2: <laughs> it's true.
3: <laughs>
2: we don't. <Okay. laughs> uh. Guys, it's been fun. This is an hour and five. Next week, we'll talk a little bit more, probably, about the same stuff. I hope sports comes back between now is and then. Because the same stuff, nothing? Um, Okay. Yeah, nothing. Maybe we'll have some well, more questions. No, if no, you, no. If you, if you listen to this, try. We'll talk
1: tribe... about next week, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm next like gonna take right.
0: Hold on. We can't let this end without talking about Erling Haaland's. Haaland. Back of the head header in the diamond. I know, minute. against my beloved Dusseldorf. I know. But still, I love seeing Dortmund win. A lot of old Dusseldorfians with mixed emotions over that game, huh?
2: Dusseldorfers.
0: Dusseldorfers? Is that their uh... –
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I like mine better.
2: It's, it's, Dusseldorf is way funnier and also true, (laughs) which is great. (laughs)
0: Uh, But yeah, that was a hell of a game, right? Ryan, the uh, man who will most likely win the Young Player of the Year award in, uh, or it's Rookie of the Year, I think is what they call it. I'm not sure how that translates in German. Uh, In the German Bundesliga, uh, he scored in literally the last second of the game. Um, with using the back of his head to head it into the goal. Which is not the preferred method yeah. of heading a ball. Whenever he gets the job no, it. it's a much more
2: higher degree of difficulty.
0: Uh it it was probably just on a lark that he did it. Probably didn't know it was gonna go in, if I had to guess.
2: He was having a lie yeah. <laughs> as the Brits would yeah. say.
0: Uh but yeah, we got we got uh, Premier League starting back up tomorrow. Tomorrow. Set your uh set right. set your teams. Everybody, if you play fantasy, Oh, do
1: I need to do that again?
0: Uh, I, I sent a message again. to the uh, to the DM group DM uh, mm-hmm. to sign cause you, this is now a fantasy premier. Because you have podcast. to re-sign up. Uh,
1: oh, I probably won't. Yeah,
0: don't worry
2: about it. We just lost Lydia. My, my
0: buddy, my buddy uh, Sky, who was leading our the league, although he's leading. Wait, same guy? No, not Sky Underwood. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sky. Uh uh he, uh, he was leading the league, and he's very upset now because uh, the, they they screw the people that run the official Fantasy Premier League site suck. Like they just let the they let each week just keep going and scoring no points, and then they're like, "Oh, if you have a head-to-head league, then you have to start it over again." And it, he's right.
2: That's the worst thing about this pandemic. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. It's, it's awful. He's Not right for me. It's he because, really is. He's the most affected guy to be the reigning fantasy premier league champ after this, <laughs> this guy is going to be he's so mad about it anyway
1: uh, also from racing wisconsin karan butler
0: there we go yo <laughs> i wonder if they played together
1: tough juice no how how your yeah, karan butler's nickname was tough how juice, closer than
2: to age by the way 15 years karan
1: and <laughs> simeon so, yeah. bowers so karan butler is currently 40. simeon away 40.
3: So simeon bowers, um, bowers.
0: They did not play together. No, he is thirteen uh, years no. older than Semias. I was about to say it, it is biologically possible that he's his son. <laughs> so uh, right. uh no, I don't think they played together.
2: All right. Well You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> All right. Guys,
0: let's do it again next week. Yep. Bonos. War
2: Eagle.